This is bourbonblog.com. It's bourbonblog.com live. It's actor Stephen Amell, who I always enjoy interviewing on the red carpet at Kentucky Derby. He's joining us live from Atlanta. Uh, doing a little derby celebrating there, Stephen? Uh, a little bit different this year, but I, I will certainly be watching. I will certainly be watching and enjoying. And I think I might actually zoom in with a couple of my buddies uh, or maybe FaceTime that uh, have always been with me at the Barnstable Brown Gala and uh, and on Derby Day as well. Well, we always enjoy seeing you there at uh, Barnstable Brown and also <clears throat> uh, on the red carpet at Derby. You've been coming to Derby for uh, for quite a while. I'm trying to remember the first time I interviewed you. How, how many years you've been coming? Well, I don't know when was the first time you interviewed me, but I went for the first time. You know, believe it or not, and back in 2007, I went for my buddy Tavis's uh, bachelor party. We were on the infield and and <laughs> had a had a very different experience than than what I became accustomed to. But uh, I would wrap uh, my last my last show every year around April. So the Derby was always like the blow off steam after the season thing and. We did it every year from 2012 through 2019, and uh, was actually going to be taking the year off this year. Believe it or not, believe it or not, because I was going to be in production on my new job. Right, uh, and we just thought that maybe you know take a year off and you know, let it settle for a second. But I always liked talking to you because I usually came away with a bottle of something. And I'm, you know what, to make up for that, I'm going to send you a bottle of something for sure. I know. I, I think last year I gave you a little. Uh, Many of Peerless, didn't I? Yes, you did. How did you How did you enjoy that? Very, probably more quickly than I was supposed to. <laughs> it often happens. And then yeah. uh, just as I was saying earlier, in your honor, uh, because you're Canadian, I'm enjoying a little bit of Whistle Pig. Of course, it's uh, aged there in Vermont, but uh, has its roots in Canada. And they're beginning to make some of their own there in Vermont. Uh, Very thoughtful so of you. Yes, having a little sip of that. Uh, so we'll make sure we get you some whiskey, and it's always fun uh, giving you a little whiskey on the red carpet. Uh, any particular cocktails, any particular uh, elements of the cuisine you're going to be missing in Kentucky this year? Oh, my God. Where do we begin? Uh, we would <laughs> always go to – so we would get in. Uh, my buddies and I would rent a, rent a house, but then we would uh, go to – is it Jeff Ruby's or Jack Ruby's? I'm, I'm forgetting. Jack Ruby's. Jack yeah. Ruby's, right. Yeah. Um, by the way, I would all, the only reason I would know it on the red carpet is because I would have just been there. I always mix, mix up those names. But we'd go, we'd, just, we'd usually just get a big spread, big seafood tower, and um, start to get into the whiskeys. And uh, actually, uh, that restaurant was fantastic because before we got into the whiskey, they always had Don Julio Real, which yeah. is just like, I mean, it's expensive and you don't want to drink it all the time but if you ever find it and you're a tequila aficionado you should give it a try it is it is something uh really special mm -hmm. well no, yeah, that's just one of the first things we ever talked about really when i chatted with you was whiskeys you're a big fan of a lot of whiskeys a lot of spirits mm -hmm. any um any new ones that you found uh the last well maybe the last year or since the pandemic uh <laughs> since everyone started drinking more <laughs> no, um I met a, a really nice, uh, really nice guy named Dylan up uh, up in Vancouver, up in Canada. And one of the things that he told me that I always try to remember now is, if you're ever going and and dealing with like a, a real true mixologist, have them have them just give you something gin based. Yeah. If you ask a renowned mixologist for something gin based, 
they perk up a little bit because you know everyone orders the old fashioned, not too sweet, and and things of that nature. Um, so I've I've been really enjoying like refreshing gin based cocktails, so long as it doesn't taste like I'm I'm in the forest. Right. You know, I like having a little bit of a sweet, a little less earthy. Not not to the green stuff, but uh, just enough something refreshing with a little bit of zip. Uh, right. My my wife has been enjoying making uh, kind of a take on the Aperol spritz with some gin, mm. which has been a really nice twist. Um, Love Aperol spritzes, except you always have to say, please don't put olives in the Aperol spritz because sometimes people put olives in there. And it just the just the idea of the olive being in there, the fact that once it goes in there, it I'm, I got to order another one. So I always try to let them know no olives. Yeah. Oh no. I, I think I think you're right. No Wallace is the way to go. But uh, I enjoy some good gin-based drinks, and gin's becoming one of those things that uh, I mean, whiskey obviously and rye. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you enjoy too. But mm -hmm. gin's one of those things that I think more and more craft distillers are getting known for. The sales of gin have really gone up, yep. and uh, it's yep. fun to, ex to experiment and try different gins. Um, mm -hmm. Are there any that you've found that you've become a fan of? Any gins that you? Uh... Nothing, nothing in particular. I mean, I think that they're pretty much just using Hendrix and stuff like that when uh, when they're making these drinks. I, I, I don't know if it's a really good gin-based cocktail. It's it, you almost can't taste the gin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's nice refreshing. It's subtle. It's subtle. And I do, and because it is Derby, I got to give a shout out to to Caroline who works up uh, on the level at Churchill Downs where we go and. Um, you know, you don't, you, you only tip for drinks up there, but we've been seeing Caroline for a couple of years now. And, uh, um, I think I sang her sweet, sweet Caroline <laughs> last year as, as, as the day progressed. So she's checking this out. Um, a big shout out to her. I miss her this year. Cheers to Caroline and all the good people at Churchill Downs. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, uh, no guests really this year, uh, just a few members of the media. So it's so exciting to be chatting with you. Stephen, mm -hmm. and thanks for kind of joining us on this virtual red carpet. Uh, to, you know, we should probably talk about a little bit about what else you've been up to because we don't want to think sure. just, just of all about cocktails, even though I know you enjoy some. Uh, you've been working on this new show, Heels. Is that what yeah. you're um, working on there in Atlanta right now? Yeah, so we're in pre-production on Heels. We start shooting actually, uh, we start shooting this Wednesday. So we're in the, the final countdown, so to speak. Um, it's It's a... It's an hour-long drama for stars. Uh, I don't know when it's going to premiere yet. I would, I, I would guess, sort of next summer, I suppose, right. or, or or spring. But uh, it's uh, set in small town Georgia, Duffy, Georgia, uh, and it's about the wild and wacky world of uh, independent professional wrestling. So wrestling is a passion of mine. Acting is also a passion of mine. So this um, thus far feels like a pretty good marriage. Yeah, yeah, and so that's and you play. Uh, what's the name of the wrestler you play? So I play Jack Spade, who is the uh, the DWL, the the Duffy Wrestling League uh, champion, and um, and I'm a heel. I'm a bad guy, although I'm the hero of my own story. And what's that been like? So if, when we think about wrestling, so yeah, I, I'm a wrestling fan as well, and amazingly. Uh, mm -hmm. Such a nice coincidence. We do this thing every uh, Saturday called Cigar Saturday on Bourbon Blog. We've been mm -hmm. having uh, several wrestlers that have been joining us uh, to have some cigars and whiskey with us, like the Nasty Boys, Andrew Anderson. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have Stinsky here in a few weeks. So this is a nice wrestling theme we've had the last few mm -hmm. months on Bourbon Blog. Uh, 
when, when you're doing this, uh, you know, wrestling, I mean, obviously it's one of those things that was always talked about. It's some drama, but it's some wrestling. How does it play out on, uh, on this, uh, this drama? I mean, when you, when you guys get into the ring, do you, is it choreographed? Are you really just kind of sparring some to see what happens? Well, sure. I, I mean, obviously professional wrestling, the, the, you know, the outcomes are predetermined. Right. Um, we're not going to be doing a ton of riffing in the ring uh, right. simply because, you know, it, it um, we don't want everything. We don't want things to look too staged, obviously, but you know, we're, we're going to have cameras in the ring and stuff like right. that. It's, it's television. So I don't, I don't think that you're going to see, especially now with the pandemic, <clears throat> I don't think that you're going to see too many wide shots because I don't actually know yet how we're going to do the crowd. If that's going to be CGI, how that's going to work, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so things are things are pretty scripted, but at the same time, it's it's like it's like professional wrestling insofar as you have an outline, but then all the little moments in between uh, when you're riffing and when you're playing to the crowd, uh, a lot of that stuff's going to have to be spontaneous. It's going to be some spun spontaneity. Um, yeah, yeah. If you could if you could wrestle uh, any uh, professional wrestler, who would it be? Cody Rhodes. And what do you think would happen? I think you kick the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so it, so you might you might have some chances uh, upcoming yeah. with uh, with some wrestlers when this show gets on the air. This will be fun to see. Yeah. So so as as you play this part of um of, again is it sorry Spade Jack, Jack Spade Jack Spade Jack yeah. Spade as you play this part of Jack Spade uh, what can we expect to unfold? What are we any any uh any little hints uh, any things we can look forward to? Well, I mean, it's it's really the story of of Jack Spade and his uh, younger brother Ace Spade, who's played by Alexander Ludwig. Yeah, and it's about uh, you know Jack's relationship and and Ace's relationship uh, with their mom and dad. Um, you know Jack's uh, Jack's relationship with uh, you know with his family and the camaraderie with with, with the boys and the girls uh, and the Duffy Wrestling League. Um, which might be changing to Duffy Wrestling, Associ Duffing Wrestling, Wrestling Association. So don't quote me on that. But mm. you know, it's um, the wrestling is going to be one part of it. But you got to, you got to, you have to care about the human element as well, obviously. And um, we've got a great cast, great group of people, and you know, it's 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 professional wrestling, man. Um, no, no situation is is too crazy. We've got. Um, Allison Luff playing my sister. We have Kelly Berglund uh, as a young uh, wrestler valet, Crystal, Mary McCormick, Chris Bauer, and and then a whole group of uh, of guys that round out our wrestling ranks, including James Harrison, the longtime Pittsburgh Steeler and uh, possibly one of the scariest individuals that you will ever meet in your entire life. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a sweetheart, but he's an inch shorter than I am and 100 pounds heavier than me, and wow. it's all muscle. So, yeah. Well, we know you're always staying uh, in, in good shape for all the, the roles you've had, but has been mm -hmm. training for this particular show been a little different than training for Arrow or other uh, other shows? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, this show, the, the, the physicality to it is really baked in. So um, because I have a little more experience than I did when I started Arrow, I, I worked really hard with, with Michael Malley, our showrunner, and Pete uh, Siegel, our director, Bill Hill, our uh, head of production um, on 
on, on really building into the infrastructure that the physicality and the muscularity of, of these performers, like it, it has to pass the smell test. So uh, they built us a big gym on one of the stages in um, here in Atlanta. Wow. And, uh, you know, on one side of it, we have, you know, all the, all the free weights and the cardio machines that, that you could hope for. Uh, and on the other side of it, we got a full on, uh, got a full on ring. Um, so when I've done my wrestling stuff in the past, I wouldn't go so far as to say that I, I faked it, but there's certain things in wrestling that, you know, you just, you can't fake, you have to learn them through repetition. Um, the theatricality of it is, is one thing, but being able to take a flat back bump and really take it and, and get used to it and, and get these muscles in your neck working uh, and really start bumping aggressively uh, takes time. Hitting the ropes takes time. Just yeah. getting used to how things feel in the ring takes time. So that's, I've been focusing on the fundamentals, but the physicality of it is, the physicality of it is fun. We tried our wardrobe on for the first time yesterday too. And it's, you know, some of the guys just look ridiculous. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's, but, but in a good way, you know, I mean, it's, it's pro wrestling, it's, it's, it's theater, it's escapism. So, um, if we can feather that in with some, with some real life drama and, you know, family, personal dynamics, I think the show will be a success. You're, you're, you're happy with your wardrobe. I saw a little bit of the teaser of what you're wearing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. It's like uh, a, a leather vest or something. I, I was, I was checking it out. Um, well, no, I, well, I didn't, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't show any of my, of my stuff, but you know, I, I've got a couple of things to wear up here, but I wanted to go very classic Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, right. uh, you know, very classic, uh, trunks, knee pads, old school boots, but trunks are effectively a speedo. So, uh, you, you're, you, you're, you're out there for the, for the world, for the world to see. So you better, better get in shape. I also had to do some fake tanning too, which is just, just <laughs> terrible. But what do you do? Is this is the job that I've chosen. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's, uh, it sounds like it's going to be a really fun show and it's all yeah. it's in current day wrestling, right? It's, it's, it's a, it has a current day theme. That's correct. Yeah. It, there's a, there's an element of it that feels pretty old school because right. um, you know we re we wrestle in a spot called the Duffy Dome and you know you see these spots I mean I I, I did an independent show in San Antonio with uh, with my buddy Cody and the Young Bucks uh, and Kenny Omega um, and uh, yeah it like it, these rustic old places exist so from that perspective and I just saw some of the sets the other day. There's an element of it that feels like it could be a bit of a period piece, um, but uh, no, present day. Present day, present day. What's it like? Uh, I know that like most uh, everyone in the film business uh, and theater as well, I mean, the, the pandemic, mm -hmm. there wasn't anything shooting for a while. What's it like coming back from that uh, to, what, uh, to what's happening now? What's that look like? Well, it's different, that's for sure. Um, I think that... Believe it or not, I, I think that this will breed some good changes as well, because there's always been a bit of a mandate or just, you know, it's accepted that in film and television or theater for that matter, you know, you just go, 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 14 hour, 16 hour day, uh, quick turnarounds. Um, and that can sometimes lead to maybe things not being the safest environment. 
now um, we've hired a company called CTEH out of uh, out of Arkansas, um, Andy and the boys, and you know they're in charge of just make, keeping everyone safe. So as an actor, I'm in something called Zone A, and um, you know my interaction with the crew, unfortunately, is really quite limited. Um, wow. uh, everything, I mean, basically every step of the process has been considered. Uh, Stars put out a 48-page guideline for return to production, um, and we're following all of it. Um, I get tested three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and uh, you know, try to be responsible. But um, I, I'm be lying if I said I wasn't in a little bit of a bubble right now. But it's nice. I, I've never lived in Georgia before. It's um, it's fun. People seem to be very responsible and uh, following the rules in the area that I live in. So so far, so good. Another That's another right. great southern city. So you're enjoy, probably enjoying some uh, some of the good right. hospitality there. Uh, pro pro probably some good Southern cuisine when you're able and uh, good Southern cocktails. I love Georgia. Yeah, man, for sure. There's a couple of fantastic restaurants right by, uh, right by my spot. And I'm, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I think, you know, once, once we, once we get off the, uh, once we get off our, our video conference here, I might, it, it, you know, it is the weekend after all, I, it, it might be time, frankly. It's, it's dangerous talking to me. I can make you thirsty for whiskey and hungry for good Southern sure. food. That's uh, that's for sure. Again, you're watching uh, Stephen Amell. We're chatting with him on bourbonblog.com. Make sure you bookmark bourbonblog.com live, doing live nightly shows every day uh, during the pandemic, almost every day, and especially for Kentucky Derby Day, which is today. We'll be enjoying some Kentucky Derby here in a little while. Uh, when it comes to what, you know, what you've been doing to, during the pandemic, any things that uh, – any interesting discoveries you've had uh, on things you've worked on there – um, and during the pandemic? No, I mean, it, it was it was very very different because you know, I wrapped shooting on Arrow in no, in November of this of this past year, and uh, you know since I booked that job in February of 2012, I've either been working really hard or on vacation. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, like with my friends, they they joke. They call me Vacation Steve sometimes because you know when I got time off, I would like to I'd like to kick back and have fun. So you know, I've learned that I'm not necessarily the the most calm person when I have nothing to do. <laughs> took a lot of took a lot of walks, watched a lot of movies. Um, you know, it was weird because I started training for heels hard in January. And uh, was supposed to fly to Atlanta two days before uh, March fifteenth, and everything shut down on March thirteenth. So, it's been weird, man. It's been weird, but fantastic time with my family. Uh, you know, I, and I've, I've heard a lot of people tell these stories, but just the the um, the silver lining to to something like this is that I got a lot of unexpected time with my wife and my daughter, and yeah, um, that was lovely. But that was fun, uh, having yeah. time with the family there at home. And uh, I see uh, Knocking Point Wines uh, doing yeah. some um, some cool stuff for the kindness. Pass it on. And you, you being the co-founder there of Knocking Point Wines. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about the kindness project and kind of what's what's been going on there. So that's a that's a company called uh, Kind Humans. Yep. Uh, it was started by a couple of friends of ours. And uh, 
we've been we've been doing a lot of like really interesting collaborations. We we actually have a collaboration coming up that might involve uh, whiskey, although it is believe it or not, although it is a uh, we we've been approached by a company that wants to to age some of their whiskey in some knocking point barrels. So oh, it's nice. very yeah, very very exciting. So hopefully that comes to fruition. But the kind humans uh, are supporting four different charities, so you can actually check it out at knockingpointwines.com or knockingpoint.com to get all the information about those projects. But uh, actually, I think I have a bottle over there. But um, it's, uh, it's it's a really good project. Um, we've been trying with Knocking Point specifically because we're a small business first and foremost to uh, you know have a bit more of a philanthropic bent. Uh, we did before, but even more so now with everything that's going on. So uh, this is a great company and it's good wine. So probably worth yeah. checking out. It, it is good wine. I'm going to put this, uh, the website up there so everyone can uh, check out. Uh, did I miss it? I did. Did I miss that? Is it the right? Yeah, it's the right spelling. Yeah, you, got it. No, you nailed it. I did it. Knockingpointwines. It's, it's amazing what we can do here with the CGs. Yeah. Knockingpointwines.com. Uh, check that out. Uh, doing some great philanthropic projects, and uh, and we may be seeing a wine coming from your not a wine, a whiskey aged in used wine barrels coming from your mm -hmm. Could be and good. Can you tell anything else you're able to tell, or is it uh, it hasn't been announced yet? Is there any other? Hint oh man, yeah. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff coming out. We we've got yep. a really good wine coming out um, uh, towards the towards the end of the year. Um, I think we're going to put it out in November. Actually, it's a sparkling rosé that uh, is technically called uh, NPSR, Knocking Point Sparkling Rosé. Um, but the front label just says uh, FU 2020 on it. <laughs> <laughs> FU 2020. So, I, by the way, I you know I don't know how the hell that got past standards and practices. Um, but uh, you know, hopefully. Hopefully this is a this is another brand because we launched a a, a quarantine wine the quarantine wine with uh, right. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis at the beginning of the year we sold uh, twenty six thousand cases of that wine uh, and raised over a million dollars for for four different charities uh, wow. that were that were all sort of um, for first responders and frontline workers during the during the onset of the pandemic so it's um, you know it, it's been a good I don't want to, I know so many small businesses are struggling. Some small businesses, uh, just because of the way that people's buying habits have transitioned, have really been thriving. And um, we're, we're fortunate enough that, that we fell into that category. So, um, yeah, it's exciting, man. Knocking points, uh, knocking points doing gangbusters. That's awesome. It's, it's, it's so good to see uh, what you're doing there for for great uh, charities through Knocking Points. And as we look forward to uh, Derby today, obviously, Stephen, look forward to having a whiskey with you when we see you again. And uh, <laughs> when you're back in Kentucky, uh, any favorite stories from uh, Derby's past that might be, uh, whether it's uh, over, whether it might've been a mint julep or a whiskey, any uh, any favorite memories you want to share with us as we as we think back on the memories we've had at Derby? Well, uh, man, too many to too many to too many to count and and not too many that can be repeated i will say that i don't think that there was a year in all seven years where everyone that showed up at the barnstable brown party on friday night all left at the same time someone always someone always crapped out hard or just 
wandered off. I'm not even sure. Uh, I told you about I told you about uh, <clears throat> Caroline's mint juleps, which were which were lovely. Oh, and um, you know, we saw. I, I think we saw you know two horses that would go on to win the triple crown. So being there for that was exciting. I will oh, yeah. tell you though that in seven years at the Derby, uh, with typically six a group of six to eight people, because after after three or four years, my wife said, if you don't start bringing me to the Derby, I'm gonna divorce you. So I'm like, okay, very good. Um, she's like, you, you've had your boys time. Like, oh, fine. So in those seven years, obviously every year you, you bet on the Derby. Right. You, you, you make a pick. It's, it's usually right. what, the 12th race, the 11th race? Yep. So you go up, you know, I've had success in the, in the earlier part of the day and in seven years, nobody, nobody in our group correctly picks the Derby winner. Nobody. And the odds of that happening, because it wasn't like, and the messed up thing is I think three or four years in a row, the fucking favorite won. So it often does. Yes. So, um, yeah, but man, it's just, it's such a, it's, it's such a special event and, yeah. and, and the, the, the pomp and the, and, and the pageantry and the fashion and, and the ridiculousness of it all and, and the celebrity sightings. And, uh, I, you know, I've, I've, I've met, you know, a bunch of great guys there actually, you know, when we bring up kindness wine, um, that was introduced to us by a guy named Lonnie Paxton, who has been with uh, with Tom Brady's crew for years and years and years going to the Derby. He was a long snapper for the Patriots and is doing work with Knocking Point now. So he introduced us. So I became friends with Lindsey Vaughn there. And, wow. um, you know, it's just, it's, it's just such a good time, man. It, and, and, and the way that the way that people from Louisville uh, take pride in Derby weekend and roll out the red carpet and, um, actually, last year was my first year experiencing Thurby. The Thurby? Oh, you went to the local Thurby, right? The local yeah. Thurby. Thurby, Thurby for, the, for the for the for the uninitiated is you know you got there's Derby Day, there's the Friday night, and obviously the the Thursday but the Thursday night is is the Thursday night is for the locals. Right. Because if you're yeah. a local, by the time Friday rolls around, you probably just want to get out of the way. Yeah. Unless unless the Derby is your thing, because all these assholes descend on your city and. <laughs> drink all, drink all your bourbon, and and uh, <laughs> and then and then flee the scene on Sunday morning. Yeah, man. That's so you enjoyed Thurby. Oh uh, yeah, it was really good, fun times. When they announced, you know, one of the things we were glad last year when we were doing our coverage was we were so glad we stuck around a little bit longer than usual because of the disqualification. That was great. Oh, were you still there when that happened, or were you? Uh... Oh yeah, no, we were there because yeah. um, it took a little while. It did take a little while, and and you know I'm sure that would have been it would have been a lot better if you're uh, watching it on television. We had, I mean, no idea what was going on. Right, it was crazy. Um, you know, you, your your phone doesn't work on. I mean, I I'm technology cursed with my phone, but it, yeah. it, you know your phone's not working at the best of times. It's bad. But um, you know, being in there. I can't remember exactly how long it took, but we had no idea what was going on. That was all. a big sigh. <laughs> yeah. It so, was a big surprise. Um, it was, it was, yeah. A, yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's back. actually, I think, that, I think that's the longest that we, I think that's the longest that we stayed because, yeah, because it, you know, in my experience, 
you're either you either want to be running through the door, okay, <laughs> once the race is finished, or or, or give it a second. Uh, and you know, um, and by the way, I apologize. I'm Paul. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't dress it up for you. It's you know. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. all right. Next, next, next time you'll, you'll just you can wear your your wrestling outfit and then you know. Hundred percent. Maybe both, both of us will dress like wrestlers next time. You no, know, obviously you you always have a great attire at the Derby. We always enjoy the fashion element you bring, and uh, I hope you do enjoy the Kentucky Derby later today. It's always a pleasure, mm -hmm. my friend, uh, and always great to have you in Louisville. We really appreciate you being here with us on Bourbon Blog, and I'm going to send you a little bottle of whiskey so that you can celebrate there in Atlanta. Or a big, or a big bottle of whiskey. You, you just say you be, you be the judge. Hey, Tom, I really, really appreciate you, man. I'll see you. I appreciate it, Stephen. Again, right, check bye. out knockingpointwines.com to learn more about his wines and uh, best wishes with heels, Steve. Thank you, man. Thank you.